Welcome to the Intuition Podcast, the show to help you access your hidden power. I'm Natasha Brooker, intuitive coach, and the aim of this podcast is to give you the tools to deepen your relationship to your intuition so that it becomes your North Star, guiding you to something greater. I'm so excited you're here. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 14. Now, today this episode is kind of it's kind of a follow-on from episode 13. So if you haven't listened to that, I recommend stopping now and going back and listening to episode 13. Because the intention of today's episode is to really, I want you to understand how much trusting your intuition and the universe kind of helps you to navigate the everyday life and to make it so it's you're not living on this like emotional roller coaster um, when external things happen that may not go your way that you have this inner calm that gets you through it all with I'm sure I myself have experienced this, but you've probably experienced when one day you're really happy, content, and then maybe the next day something like the day doesn't go your way and you just have this crazy emotional roller coaster and you're like, why is this happening? And when you have that trust in your intuition, and that everything is happening for your good, it kind of takes that the extremes out of the emotional roller coaster. You'll still have them, and that's the part of the human experience that you have to um, deal with these emotions, and you still need to feel your emotions, which I have did a really good episode um, about feeling your emotions, um, which I recommend as well. So I'll link that episode up below the show notes. But um, so yes, so this this is what today is about because my week, <laughs> certain external things have happened that, by all accounts, I probably should be um, in front of the TV with a pot of ice cream wondering what the hell is going on why why uh, and so I think previously I was talking about another episode where we were talking about making space um, for the universe to give deliver what you're trying to manifest and I had mentioned that um, I was testing testing the universe and was cleaning up my dating chat. So I'm currently single, uh, on the lookout for my a future husband. And I finally got back on the dating apps. 
and I was clearing up my chat and um, then all of a sudden I had this flurry of uh, people begin to message me. I'm like, ooh, okay, let's see where this goes. And I had lined up a date for last night with this person I'd been chatting to. Uh, and unfortunately, as these things go, um, this person, he was like, I'm really sorry, I have stuff. He let me know earlier in the week um, that he had work drinks and could no longer make it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, because I have this mindset, I ask the universe, like you communicate with your intuition and universe um, or source or God, whoever, whatever you want to call it, whoever resonates with you the most. So me, it's usually the universe, my higher self um, or my spirit squad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I ask them, I'm like, if I said, please remove anyone from my experience that's not going to be for the highest good. And so I have a feeling that is what is happening. <laughs> but it just so happens that I, another person that I had been messaging who um, I had been chatting with, they messaged and they were like, oh, hey, I'm around, I'm around before I head off on holidays. Um, it let me know if you want to catch up. And I was like, oh, well, maybe this is why that got cancelled. So I was like, hey, can you meet up um, tonight for a drink? He's like, yeah, great. And then yesterday morning or afternoon, he messages and says, I'm really sorry. I've woken up with a cough on spluttering and it's probably not a good idea to meet up. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's fine, because we're trusting the universe in in this matter. I'm like, and also a caveat to this is, I have done a lot of work on self love and self worth in the romantic space, um, from undoing a lot of uh, programming, subconscious programming about not being good enough and always coming second. And from all of this, I'm so proud of myself because I know that before I had done the work, I would have gone into a bit of a tailspin. I would have been thinking, why does this seem so hard? Why do these dates not keep working out? What is going on? Now that was pre doing the work. The space I'm in now, I understand that this is nothing personal. I haven't actually met these people. It, and I'm quite calm about it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's cool. I, so instead, what did I do last night? I had the best night in, it was great. I ordered um, Chinese takeout from one of my favorite takeout places. And I got to finish uh, Only Murders in the Building. I'm a bit behind, so I was up to season two, but I got to finish that. I, and I had the best night. I got to go to bed early and do a long guided meditation 
um, being lulled to sleep by the voice of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, and it was great. But, so the point of this story is when you are con connected to your intuition and when you've, you've kind of done the inner work to remove those blocks to your intuition, that these, it, it takes that extreme emotional, the triggering that may come from certain things that happen in your life. And that's what I want you to kind of understand with this and start to build or have that desire to start that, open that connection to your intuition, that connection to source. Because it is the most powerful tool you have in your arsenal of this thing called life. It is, because it's essentially your life force, your life plan. And when you, and when that relationship with your intuition is working and open and you're relying on it, life is just, it gets easier. It's like this, you're in flow, you're, um, anything that comes up, you're like, okay, that's cool because I know everything's working out for my highest good. And I trust the universe. I know I've, I asked, I'm like, remove anyone from my experience that is not for the highest good of both. And it just means that when the, um, that further down the track, there's probably, there is someone better or something better in my experience that's out there for me. So the kind of framework to this, if you're like, okay, great, Tash, I can hear, it sounds amazing, but how do I even begin <laughs> to do that or get that? Well, number one, you have to have a desire to connect to your intuition and have that awareness. And believe it or not, that is probably the most powerful step because majority of the time people are on autopilot, auto-programming, going through the day-to-day -day on the programs that are in their minds, doing the same thing and not even aware of their connection to intuition. Because your intuition is talking to you daily. But if you're not aware of it and have no desire to connect to it, then you're not going to hear it. So step one is become aware. And then <clears throat> step two is begin to work on the blocks and the subconscious programming that may be messing with the signal to your intuition. You know, the fear, the... Um... So for me, for example, in the romantic space, there was a lot of... <clears throat> there was a lot of... 
fear and subconscious programming that I didn't realize um, I was operating on. And once it came into my awareness, I was able to undo those blocks. Now, for me, that process, it was an, it's still an ongoing process because that's just, that's life. That's what I love about life is you have these healing journeys that you, you keep making aha moments and keep moving forward and building on what you learn about yourself. But for me, it was once I identified the problem, I'm like, great. I've been doing this on my own for so long. I need someone to help me undo this. So I got myself a coach, a relationship coach, a love coach. And I've had a couple actually, which really helped me to dive into those blocks. So I recommend like books, coach. Hey, hi, I'm a coach, intuitive coach, Natasha Brooker. <laughs> I do Oracle card coaching to help tap into your intuition and to tap into your higher self. So if that's something you're interested in, that's what I'm here for, to help you connect. So that's step two, kind of remove those blocks. And I will also link up below if you're interested in coaching with myself, I'll pop the link below for you. And then once you've kind of gotten rid of, well, muted, well, kind of cleared some of the way to your intuition. Then you want to build the muscle. You want to build that connection to your intuition. And I want you to kind of think of this as you're getting to know your intuition. You can think of your intuition as your best friend as um, your higher self but you are building a relationship to your intuition and in any relationship you want like a strong foundation and it, it's going to take time and it's going to take patience to build that trust and that reliance on yourself on your intuition but I want you to have fun with it and start to um, discover and get to know your intuition. Start being like, like I said, that step one, that awareness, that observation of as you go throughout the day, start noticing um, in your body what are the feelings your intuition is coming. Like when you have to make a decision, um, even like start with the little things, like which um, which way should I go to work or which uh, shop or grocery shop should I go to today? What should I have for dinner? And just start to feel what your um, body and sensations is coming up with. Are you getting intuitive feelings? Uh, is it that you may have an inner voice that speaks to you? And just start to notice as you go throughout your day. And then you can start to build on that. And there are certain things that you can do um, to build your intuition from to really hear it is to get silent and get rid of all external um, stimuli. 
and just sit with yourself and connect. And if you have a bigger decision to make, you can start to visualize each path and see which one feels better. Because with your intuition, it is, it is always a subtle whispering. Because part of this is you have to also navigate that egoic mind, the logical brain, you know, the fear side, because your brain is set up to keep you in your comfort zone. And it always, <laughs> it is louder than intuition. Fear is, I, you may have heard me say this before, it's a bit of a drama queen, the logical brain, and it likes to throw up fears to keep you in your comfort zone. Because it's always, your mind is just a giant computer. And it's analyzing data or data, wherever you, however you pronounce it. <laughs> it is analyzing all the data that it has, all the experiences you have. Your brain clocks it and stores it. And when you come up against a new experience, your brain will look into the, your previous filing and be like, Okay, what have we got for this? <laughs> what has Natasha experienced um, in this scenario? And if there's no data, then the brain's like, oh, oh no, this is dangerous. Like, this is the unknown. Oh no, what do we do? Quick, let's throw up all these fears so we keep her in the known. So you have to kind of navigate that and tune in to the underlying feelings of your intuition, which will always be a lot softer, a lot more subtle, but it will always, always feel expansive. It will feel like you're moving towards it. There'll be like a calm feeling about it, but you'll need to test it because sometimes your fear is a little bit sneaky and it can mask itself as intuition. And I will probably delve more deeper into this in a separate session, a separate episode. Um, but for this one right now, I want you to know, kind of give you that, why is it so important to begin to open this connection? And it really is, it really does help you to navigate your day-to-day -day without the triggered emotions from like subconscious programming. Like for example, <laughs> I had two dates lined up and both canceled on me. <laughs> you would think, like I said, I mean, I was on the couch last night, but that was in a joyful state. <laughs> I probably should be rocking to the side going, why does this keep happening to me? Except no, that's, that's the total opposite of what I'm feeling. Because I'm like, whenever anything doesn't go my way or what I think I want, I'm like, okay. I'm almost like an observer in it going, huh, okay, cool. Um, 
all right, let's see where the, let, let's see how this plays out. Or, okay, this didn't work out. What's the next best thing or the next highest thing that I can do for myself? I'll tell you what, I, re I had, I honestly, I had a really good night. It was so good. Um, I do enjoy the company with myself. And Only Murders, and I'm really looking forward to season three. Is there any Only Murderers, Only Murders in the Building fans out there? I'm super excited. It got like season two. <laughs> the end of season two, I'm like, oh, this is getting excited. Um, and uh, the beautiful meditation I did last night uh, before bed. It was it was beautiful. I got to spend time with my soul and intuition. So there wasn't that crazy emotional roller coaster that pre pre <laughs> working on this particular aspect of my life. I recall sometimes where I have there's been when dates didn't work out or rejections happened where I was crying on the street. I remember one when I was in London, I would been on an app on four dates with a guy and I met up with him. He'd um, been out at the rugby and for some reason he decided, even though we'd been out on four dates, um, that he wanted advice on the other girl he was dating. <laughs> I remember this thinking, what the actual F is happening here? And as because I'm a nice person, I actually gave him advice. And then I'm like, I'm going to leave now because this is not even remotely okay. And I remember walking out with my friend walking around the corner and I burst into tears on the ground almost couldn't breathe and I'm like what why does this keep happening and it and funnily enough like the guy that I was dating at the time like I knew he wasn't my person and I was still deciding about him but it was more that I was like, just in the universal sense, I don't understand. This is a pattern here. And just looking at the difference from that to identifying the pattern, working on unblocking it to, to now, and I'm like, I'm, I'm so there is such a big difference and I feel so different and because the self-worth and the self-love is there and I know it has nothing to do with me that whether someone goes out on a date with you or not does not reflect on your self-worth or who you are as a person it just like I said it's not for your highest good. When it is for your highest good, it's going to be easy, well, easy-ish. It's going to feel good. It's going to um, be in flow. Uh, that obviously with all relationships, there's work, but as they say, when you know, you know. So 
this went on a lot longer tangent than I was expecting, but um, that's what we do here at the Intuition Podcast. We let our intuition guide us to the stories that you might need to hear. So this might be for your highest good and it might be resonating with you. But the, the point of this lovely romantic story of my dating life <laughs> or lack thereof is when you trust your intuition, the universe and that relationship with yourself and your own kind of personal growth story those triggering emotional roller coaster goes away and you're led to more joyful experiences and whatever is for your highest good. So just to recap that framework, one awareness, have the desire to connect to your, to your soul, to your intuition. Then to start to remove the blocks from, and you'll know which blocks you need to remove um, with the resistance or the unwanted patterns in your life, whether it's romance, career, family, other relationships, you'll know where those blocks are. So start to work on them. From getting a coach to looking into books to courses, whatever you need to start to remove those blocks. Because then that, that makes the way for your intuition to come through stronger. And then you want to build that the muscle, the intuition muscle. Because it, it does take practice. Um, and you want to get to know your intuition. Think of it like you're building a relationship. It'll take time. It'll take your patience. But when you've got the solid foundation, it is amazing. And you have that trust and reliance on yourself that anything that comes up in your life, you like, I'm not sure if you remember that meme where that, um, that guy, he's batting away like all the, the negative stuff, like other people's opinions, um, things that don't work out, obstacles. You're like, you suddenly, you, you're almost, you really do become, have a shield to negativity as you go throughout the world and things that don't go your way, you're like, ah, okay, that's fine. Let's see where the, let's see where the universe is leading with this. And you just kind of, you just kind of, I've got a song in my head. You're, <laughs> the more you follow me, the more you realize I like to sing songs. But um, I've got the, the Bee Gees, you know, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. You know, walking down, like, I'm thinking like, in like a 70s outfit, just just walking down, dancing through life, batting away all the unwanted stuff on the road to your highest good. Ah, it's going to be great. So that's what trusting your intuition is all about. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Just remember, trust your intuition and the universe. It will always lead you to your highest good. <laughs> and if you enjoy my singing and these stories, uh, leave a rating. I really appreciate it. Helps get this podcast out to more people, to letting people know about intuition and how much it can support you in your life. All right. I will see you on the next one. Bye.